Praise the Lord, it's chat time. Praise, praise the, the Lord. Lord. It's chat time again. Yes, praise the Lord, it is chat time once again. Now this week we will continue to discuss current events and scriptures. Praise the Lord. So this week I want to talk about some current events. And granted it's not extremely current, but I do want to talk about, um, someone sent me this article about why did this happen? the shooting at the Robb Elementary School in um, Texas where the 19 children and two teachers were killed. And this article it is from the Christian Post and Greg Laurie is the one who wrote this article and, and he's just giving his thoughts on the horrific shooting at that school. And he's saying that we all have been devastated by the unimaginable news that 19 innocent children and two teachers have been shot and killed on the campus of Robb Elementary School in Uvalde, Texas. And the heart of America was ripped out this sad day. And, you know, it's just every person's parents' night worst nightmare. 
And he says, our hearts are all breaking, but none are feeling the pain that the families who lost their precious loved ones are experiencing right now. And that's true. Unless it hits you in your house, you don't know. You can sympathize, you can empathize, but you don't know the true feeling, the pain that they go through. Um, and he says, this is a moment where we all should weep with those that weep. And he's quoting Romans chapter 12, verse 15. At a time like this, we all collectively ask, why? Why did God allow this to happen? And the simple answer, he says, is I don't know. But here is what I do know, he says. There are evil people who incomprehensibly evil things every do evil things every day because we live in a fallen sinful world well that we do i agree with him we we do we live in a sinful world and unfortunately in my opinion i think it's going to get worse the sin is going to be greater and i know that because of what the lord says you know he's everybody thought that in uh, you know the lord destroyed the people by a flood but because the people were evil, but that we're just not even, I mean, they weren't even as bad as we are right now because the word says so. So he said, when I find myself not knowing why bad things happen, I fall back on what I know, what I know. And that's because in a moment like this, the most important question is not why, but who, who can we run to for help in the midst of this broken world? Well, I know that God loves every one of his, these little children and the teachers who died. I know that God loves the parents and the families that lost these little ones. I know that the children are safely in the arms of Jesus right now in heaven because he said, Jesus said, let the children come to me. Don't stop them for the kingdom of heaven belongs to those who are like these children. And yes, when we do not know the answer to the why question, it's best to pivot to the who question and then to the what. So then he explains that uh, the answer is we must turn to God. And he says that's what he did when he heard the devastating news um, when his son Christopher, age 33, died in an automobile accident 14 years ago, it was like time stood still for him. And all the air was sucked out of the room and I felt like I could literally die. I fell to my knees and asked God to help me and he did. 14 years later, I still deeply grieve over his loss, but I can tell you that God was there for me and is still with me walking through this valley. I know God will be there for these families because he was there for me. And David wrote in Psalm 23, Yea, though I walk through the valley of the shadow of death, I will fear no evil, for you are with me. When we lost our son, the thing I realized, there was no one who could fix this for me. And that's true. When you lose someone to some tragic loss, uh, consequence, whatever, there, nobody can help you. They can talk to you. They can try to work through it. You know, I don't even care if it's a counselor or your pastor or, or anybody, but God is the only one that can really help you. You know, and 
who would know better? He lost his son. He gave up his only son. You know, but the key is to cry out to God himself, and he will hear your prayer. So I was thinking about that article when I read that. And then someone else sent me this article about how faith leaders in, in Chicago, this article comes from the Chicago Sun-Times, 21 people were shot, four were fatally shot, from that Friday before Memorial Day until Sunday morning, May 29th. And it wasn't even Memorial Day. And so the faith leaders condemn gun violence heading into Memorial Day week, weekend, saying it's all hands on deck, you know, ahead of the, ahead of the violent holiday weekend. Church leaders from across the city prayed for an end to the chaos. But, but and it's so ironic because Memorial Day is supposed to be, was originally designated a federal holiday to mourn for those that fought for the country. Yeah, but see, I, I know that they're, they're pushing for uh, more gun control. But when you think about gun laws, Chicago, you can't hardly get any more stricter than that. So that doesn't prevent people from resorting to gun violence. They're missing out on the, the real root of the problem is that people have lost their fear of the Lord. They don't see things in the same sense as right or wrong. Right. They just see things in the sense of, of what they want. Right. They set their own standard. Right, and that's what I was building up to. So you can pray out in the city you know, we had faith leaders praying out on Pfizer Forum Plaza. You can pray all over the place, but if the hearts of the people aren't for the Lord, it, I don't... Right. You but know, this, you pray it, that the hearts change, this that gets the Lord me. changes the you, hearts. If you can pray, but if the people who are praying, the people who are supposed to be the spiritual leaders, if they're the ones saying it's all right to, uh, for abortion. It's, it's okay for same-sex marriage. Right, right. You know, and, and it's all right to try to change God's law. It's, it's okay, you know, if you give in to the flesh. The Lord understands, you know. Or if of, it's all right, like uh, when they was out there praying, if your God agrees with our God right. and all that type of stuff. All that nonsense. Right, so, so people sent me these articles. Uh, after I read that first article, and I started to think about this. So I'm going to start with this uh, one article from the Christian Post reporter, and it was sent to me, um, and it said, Texas Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick urges Americans to read Second Chronicles 714 after the Uvalde school shooting. And he's saying that... Uh, Christians have to, in the United States, have to take hold of our country through prayer as a nation continues to mourn the loss of a dozen children, blah, blah, blah. You know, slaughtering those children amidst those two teachers. And, um, and then he said, I believe that we're a nation of godly people and godly people need to pray. Second Chronicles 7, 14. You, you know, I think that's pretty... Pretty it's almost as famous scripture. as uh, John three and sixteen, right? Yeah. Or Psalm twenty three, right? And Second Chronicles seven fourteen that everybody should read is like, if my people, which are called by my name, shall humble themselves and pray, and seek their my face and turn from their wicked ways, then I will hear from heaven and forgive their sin and heal our land. Well, in the middle of this speech, remember Beto O'Rourke. 
<laughs> he ran. He was a former presidential hmm. uh, candidate, and he interrupted the press conference, and he uh, put his own two cents in there. You know, he just said that. Um, he says that we have to have common sense gun control laws. And he's pointing fingers at the lieutenant governor. We do have governor. common sense gun control laws. You just have, you, we don't have common sense uh, people. Yeah, gun we don't control. have common sense people. candidates running for office. We don't have or, common sense people who are purchasing guns because when you try to stem the supply of something that's actually in demand, like weapons, and specifically semi-automatic weapons, you don't stop the flow of those weapons. What you do is you create an underground market for those weapons. And people who have every intention, uh, when they say, well, what are the weapons for? They're simply for killing, exactly. So when people buy those weapons, that's what they have in mind, whether it's to protect their homes or to commit a crime. They're going, the demand is there, so they're going to purchase those. The things. criminals are always going to get their hands on guns, so it doesn't matter how strict you get, because Chicago is strict, New York is strict, but they still, some way, somehow know how to get them in. They can get ghost guns, irretraceable guns, and right. it, have kits and build guns and all that type of stuff. Because so, the tension, because yeah. when you think about those particular cities, they are so anti-Christ, they are so what people call woke, they are so far from the word of God that they set their own standards. And anytime you set your own standard, you're going to go astray. It's just inevitable. I don't care how good your intentions are. I don't care how much you talk about humanity and brotherly love without submitting to the Lord so that he can direct your path. You're going to go off the path and you're going to sin. And those sins are going to be atrocious because you're not acknowledging the Lord. So this Lieutenant Governor Dan Patrick, was, when he was about to speak at this press conference, O'Rourke interrupted, uh, rejecting the idea that stronger control laws would have prevented the tragedy. Patrick said this problem is much larger than the infrastructure, the gun issue, and the mental health issue, whether it's on the internet, whether it's any walk of life, people are just at each other every day. And he suggested that the rise in mass shooting stems from, of course, society. He said this country was founded on faith. Right. And we have to come together as a people at, as, with faith. Unto the Lord. Right. Not, not unto somebody have, well, your God, our God, no. Right. No, we have to recognize who God is. Yeah. So then, you know, uh, I ran across these articles. These other, I mean, I didn't run across. People send them to me. But then I'm thinking the, the following articles are exactly the reason why. You know, they say that people have mental health issues, people have, people aren't thinking clearly. Uh, but where can they go to think clearly since the places that are supposed to stand on the word of God for clarity, like the Lord said, their eyes are single, they're full of darkness. It just the, doesn't make any sense. And the politicians are quick to pass these laws to please the people. So here's an article uh, from CNN, and this is 
dated May 28th, so this is very new. And New Yorkers can now choose an X gender marker on their state ID. Right. What the heck is that? X. Right. And then, yeah, that X. And this is what bothers me. And I don't believe uh, the, La the Latino community is basically as a whole going for this when the people who are supposed to be so woke refer to them as Latin X. I said, so you reduced a, 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 a nation, a people, to a number. Because Latinx means to me 10, just like it's just, it means nothing. It, it's like when they used to put the X for Christmas, it's like generic. Why would anybody let somebody take their, their race and their culture and reduce it to something that's generic and call you Latinx? And, and they stand there looking proud and this is so ignorant to be they don't know sucked in. you know just this all this reminds me of jesus hanging on the cross and he's asking his father forgive them for they don't know what they're doing but the biggest sin is they don't want to know so when you try to tell them you don't know what you're doing they tell you yes i do you don't know what you're doing so <laughs> now new york can change their gender marker to X as well as male or female. And the change is just one piece of the Gender Recognition Act, which was passed by the New York State Assembly in 2021. New Yorkers can get their gender marker changed to X on their driver's license, learner permit, non-driver ID. So when you describe to somebody, vehicle department offices statewide in New York. Okay, so, so say there's a, a crime being committed. This is so, what does the perp look like? Is it male or female? They were X. <laughs> so what do we look for? You know, I, 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 I don't know. They, were they trans men, trans women? What, no, they, they were non-binary. So they're neither one of those. So what in the world? It's stupid. It's utter here's insanity. Another, here's another article that I, I, I don't know. I ran across so many articles. Oh, I think this one was sent to me. Laverne Cox. I don't know who she is, but... Oh, she's an Emmy-winning actress, this article says. Hmm. And she was recently honored with her own Barbie doll, marking the first time Mattel has modeled the iconic dial after a transgender woman. Hmm. Cox unveiled her Barbie during a recent episode of the Today Show saying she hoped the milestone would inspire LGBTQ youth who feel stigmatized. I think this year particularly, when over 250 pieces of anti-transgender legislation have been introduced in state legislatures all over the country, targeting transgender children, LGBTQ youth, she said, I hope all the kids who are feeling stigmatized when their health care is being jeopardized, their ability to play in sports, I hope they can see this Barbie and have a sense of hope and possibility. That is stupid. That is stupid. Where is your hope? Right. Where is it, your uh, hope? A dumb doll. The, the thing, the thing, <laughs> instead of the Lord, your of, hope right. is in a transgender doll? Right. You, you, you're setting them up for failure. You'll find that they can take away what they consider to be all the stigmatization against uh, the the transgender youth or to the the xyz bq whatever take it all away they will still have a high rate of suicide they will still be 
masochistic or sadistic because the emotions and the feelings are not normal. It no, wars against sanity. So and here so she goes on to they'll say, fail. she says, I was telling my therapist. The, the, well, you she know, needs I, one. But I mean, I think there are therapists. I mean, that field is booming and they, and, with and, how and, how people and, and are they're becoming just as sick so. As their patients. <laughs> I think people are becoming so mentally ill from all this stuff that right. that the but they, but they're telling themselves that we're saying politicians are are passing that that's abnormal, perverted, right. right? And they're telling themselves that they're saying, but all they're doing is opening up their their minds opening up their hearts for uh, demonic possession. All they're doing is opening up themselves for evil influences, for, for evil manipulation. That's all they're doing because they're not relying on the Lord. So they are basically just targets out there. The Lord says like a, People it's, don't like, know. it's like a shed being a, a cucumber field. It's, there's no protection. People don't know what to do with their feelings. They don't know what's going on. First of all, they're taught that all this perversion is okay. Right. And then you enter into all this perversion, and then you find out that it's making you even crazier. But you won't admit to it. See, the, the, the greater sin is that when you tell them, like when the Lord told them, you surrender yourself and go into Babylon, build your houses, give your children in marriage, plant your gardens. He said, and in 70 years, I'm going to come and I'm going to bring you home. And then you had all these other prophets saying, the Lord didn't say that. You're not supposed to do that. You have people who basically, when you tell them, this is what you're supposed to do. They tell you, no, 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 that, that's not it. That's where the bigger sin is. They don't want to hear the truth. So you tell them what you're thinking is abnormal. No, 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 no. You know? So they're miserable, but they think that's how life is supposed to be. You're supposed to be miserable. You know, the, the relationships are, are hostile. They, they fight one another. They just about kill one another. So and not only add all these perverted laws, saying mm -hmm. it's okay for same-sex marriage, mm -hmm. transgender, mm -hmm. XYZ, LGBTQ, and all and, that and other... And even heterosexual relationships are just as bad. You got your swingers. Yeah. And then, and then, and then you've got all these feelings. You don't know what to do with them. And then, and, and this people tells are you. saying that, oh, that's okay. Just go ahead and do what you want to do. Right. Do your own thing. Go ahead and do and, what you want to do. And see the trick of Go it. to a therapist, and you're okay. There's nothing wrong with you. And then you you still have this turmoil in your head. Right. You have all this turmoil, and you don't know what to do with it. And before you know it, people are out buying guns and shooting up people. Because they don't want to hear they the truth. They don't honor God. They don't accept the Lord's way. They right. Don't, nothing. Anyway, moving on to this article, it says, I was telling my therapist how I was really ashamed by my mother when I was a kid when I wanted to play with a Barbie doll, but I was denied. I had a lot of shame and trauma about that. And my therapist said to me, it's never too late to have a happy childhood, she said. Go out and buy yourself a Barbie and play with her. There's a little kid that lives inside of you. Give her space to play. Her and space. I See, this, did. this is, And it's a guy. Yeah, but if the guy wants to play with a doll, I mean, let him play with the Laverne doll. Cox the, is, what, I, what I find exception to is thinking that he's a girl <laughs> playing with the doll. But I mean, if he wants to play with a doll, Play with the doll. So then this other article, that I'm going to try to get these in before we wrap up. So this other article that was I ran across, ChristianHeadlines.com, 
uh, Biden administration wants employers, Christian employers, to pay for gender transition That's surgery. That's what I'm saying. Right. Mm. And, and, you know, then I'm thinking about all these uh, teachers that are encouraging children. Mm. Aren't, right. you, aren't you a but boy? See, aren't you a girl? Now, aren't you a... Listen, maybe, you're, maybe you're something else. They might not believe it, but I'm telling you, there's going to be a big backlash because God is going to let them go just so far out Onto the pier before they're swept over. And then here's another article from Christian Headlines, the West Virginia School District. And I can understand why they settled. It's probably a public school, government run, you know. So they paid $225,000 to end a lawsuit filed by a prominent atheist group over the district's former elective Bible class. Mercer County Schools agreed to a settlement with the Freedom From Religion Foundation in a lawsuit that began in 20, 2017 when the Freedom From Religion Foundation sued the school district over its... Now, they had Bible classes in, in the school's program. Mm -hmm. And some atheists didn't like it, and oh well, we'll just go to court and sue them. So it's been going on since 2017. And now they finally settled $225,000. Okay. Uh -huh. You know, but what is wrong with having a Bible class? Nothing. What is so offensive Nothing. to an atheist? Right. They who don't... probably 10 years down the road is going to find out that, oh, they were right. You know, there's nothing wrong with the Lord. There is oh, God. They, there even is even God. if they never find out, which if they hold to that... Uh, Antichrist, self-destructive uh, spirit, they might not ever find out. But the thing about it is, it's going to be a big backlash because the Lord, and I'm not talking about people, God is going to right. rain down. Right, he is. And so, mm -hmm. so my bottom line is that when you look at all these mass shootings, and they seem to be like every other week at, at schools, at grocery stores, mm -hmm. I felt so sorry for the the people at that top grocery store. Right. Yeah. Oh my God, God-fearing people mm -hmm. died. You know, good people. Mm -hmm. And then, and then um, they wonder why this happens. It's because you're God. You're breeding mental illness. Right. With the politicians are passing laws to breed mental illness. Right. You take prayer out of the school you take bible classes out of schools you, you take take it out of the homes you take it out of the home you encourage people to report each other right and you and you teach them not to humble themselves before the lord so and to you, look to the government for your guidance so when you want to wonder why did this horrific shooting take place that's the reason Yes, praise the Lord and let everything that has breath praise the Lord. Today's verse of the day comes from Colossians 3, 23 and 24. And whatsoever ye do, do it heartily as to the Lord and not unto men, knowing that of the Lord ye shall receive the reward of the inheritance. For ye serve the Lord Christ. Now, ain't God all right? God is all right. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Last week's food for thought was, who does the Lord take pleasure in? And the answer is, in them that fear him. And that answer can be found in Psalm 147, verse 
11, and it reads, The Lord taketh pleasure in them that fear him, in those that hope in his mercy. This week's food for thought is all wrong. And the answer is children of men. And that answer can be found in Psalm 115, verse 16, which reads, The heaven, even the heavens are the Lord's, but the earth hath he given to the children of men. This week's food for thought is, what does the Lord give us for the spirit of heaviness? Hint, the Bible. And that's food for thought.